Thanks for tuning in to a quick timeout podcast presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. The offseason is officially here, which means I start putting together what I want my players to work on skill-wise this offseason. As you prepare your workouts and particularly your shooting workouts this offseason, let me encourage you to head over to drdishbasketball.com. I've put together a series of videos of my favorite shooting machine workouts. Whether you're running a small group workout or even a solo workout, there are drills there to help your players improve this offseason. Simply visit drdishbasketball.com and click on blog from the drop-down menu to start planning your next workout. He's the associate head coach for the USC Trojans, Coach Chris Capco. Coach, thanks for making some time to talk with us. Yeah, no problem, Tony. Thanks for having me on. So it, it's very clear. Again, I only saw one practice, but yeah. it's very clear to see Coach Infield when you're doing the scout He's not standing on the sidelines, but he's allowing you to do what you're good at. And he's jumping in and making interjections. When the head coach and I first got here with our guys at the college level, and anytime you see new players come in, you can tell very quickly the ones who had head coaches where they basically were the person that talked from the time that the practice started until the time ended. And when I started talking and was talking for lengthy periods of time, they're kind of looking at me and then looking at him like, you know that he's towing all the talking here. Is he actually supposed to be doing this? What has it done for you personally, like your coaching and like the, the confidence you got and your desire to be a head coach and preparing you for that? But then on the flip side of that, to not work for, I'm assuming, again, I just had one, I've just watched, watched one practice. It does yeah. not seem like he is a micromanager that has to be doing everything. And I would guess part of the reason why he's had success is because he's surrounded himself with people that know what they're doing, but allows them to do it and he knows that it will make his team better, it'll benefit everybody. You hit it on the head, man. That's why I got a good uh, here, Tony, to be honest with you, man. Like, I also know I got a good quality of life, man. Andy gives me a ton of freedom. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he and he gets that. Like, he wants me to be a head coach, too. And so with that, man, you got to get live reps just like a player does. And so, you know, he lets – and he doesn't just do that to me, but honestly, all of our assistants, he empowers all of us, man. We get out there, we run our own scout, you know, Basically, when it's your scout, he may interject at times, but you're the one out there running. He, now he gives you a voice and what you want to do and, you know, particular game planning things and stuff like that. So you have a voice in terms of that. Um, he allows you to stand up and coach during the games. Um, you know, he allows you like our build up to practice, man. We do like an hour of defense every day. That's kind of my baby. So, you know, I'm out there. He may sit on the sideline for, for a full hour leading up to, you know, when we get into the offensive part of practice. Um, same thing with like whoever scouted is that day. He gives me a ton of freedom, but same thing like, you know, say we uh, we play on a Thursday. It's another guy's scout Monday. He may take all the like, kind of the uh, the build up defensively that we're going to do until we get into guarding their stuff because you know that's what he wants to do. And so he just empowers everybody. And I think you know, as a head coach, and I know some people who do that. They do micromanage every single thing. I, first of all, I mean, who has the energy for that? Um, <laughs> But two, you know, if you want your assistance, I think that's part of it, right? You hire people who you trust, who you really believe can do the job um, and who can compliment you and who you just have a belief in that can can do the job. And if you truly believe that, why would you hire anything different? You know what I mean? So if you hire people, like when you have three, I've thought about it a lot. Like if I'm blessed to get a head coach, I mean, you only have three spots, right? So like, I know there's people who probably I wouldn't hire who would get mad at me, but now when you start to, I don't want to say nitpicks the right word, but when you start to try to identify, okay, this guy's really good. This guy's really good. Now you're like, you see the hiring process. Why would you hire anyone who you don't have a belief in can be a good coach? 
You know what I mean? So if you truly hire people who you believe are good, then you should allow them to work. And he definitely believes in that. And uh, he does. He's my biggest advocate to be a head coach. So if he believes in that, then obviously he's going to let me coach. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he's, I mean, I, I think that's what we all as assistants aspire to work for is someone who's just going to give you a lot of freedom and let you get better and empower you to get better. Um, and it helps with the team as you're out there talking to them. And they see that you're involved. Like, let's say there's two of us who are really coaching, one who's not. So now it lessens his voice and lessens his um, communication with the guys or, or just maybe how they look at him in terms of his importance on staff. And he, we divvy up all our scouts. Everyone has one third of them. We work together on them. Um, and we've been fortunate, Tony. We've always had good staff chemistry here, too. And there's been always open communication, open dialogue in terms of recruits or coaching or ideas or whatever it is. And I think Andy promotes that within the people he hires and just how he runs it, that he gives everybody the same voice, regardless of what it is. Tony, we do that with our guys, too. We give them input. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? You know what I mean? We give them real input in the middle of games and stuff like that. Some people, it's their way or the highway. Ultimately, it is our way or the highway, but we're going to take our guys. They're out there playing, too, and we think we've recruited some smart kids, so you have some input as well. Were you always somebody who felt like you always wanted to be teacher slash coach, or do you feel like that really improved when you were under somebody who allowed you the opportunity to be able to do that? Yeah, I think, it, obviously, as you get more practice, you get better, right? So the same thing with coaching. Um, I've been fortunate, not just Coach Enfield, but everyone I've worked for in coaching has been like that. I've worked, I've been fortunate, and I know that. Um, I have not worked with that guy who's micromanaged me. I've not worked with that guy who's not allowed me to coach. Everyone I've worked for has been really good in terms of that. So every time, every place I've gone has really given me an opportunity to grow, to learn from it, something new, and just the opportunity to get out there and improve myself. And so I know, you know, I'm fortunate, you know, I, I can't say that enough because I do, you know, you have, we all have friends in the business who work for somebody who doesn't allow them to do that. And um, I've been fortunate and Andy's just the latest example, but I've been fortunate where I've worked for people who have, who really have taken a real interest in me getting better and have promoted me to get better and forced me to get better and really work on my craft and, but allow me to go out there and do that. And I think because they believe in me and they've shown I've gotten better or they've seen I've gotten better, but they've allowed me to get better. It should, you would think it would always be like that, but it's not, you know what I mean? There's some guys who just do it differently. Yeah. And, and that's the warning that I would get. I'm, I'm an assistant coach at a really small school, mm. but just observing, having enough friends that have been it and that kind of thing. There are some who just want the next job because they think it's better. And then I've seen others who they're very cautious to make sure that they position themselves in that kind of situation because you can go to a big name school or a bigger school that you think is, has a better coach and he doesn't allow you to do anything. Yeah, there's schools out there who are doing really well right now. I'm not going to name them, but they're doing really well. And I think on the surface, on the outside looking in, you'd be like, man, you know, I bet that's a fun place to work at. But, you know, they're constantly turning over assistance, and um, there's a reason. And winning should be fun. Coaching should be fun. There's pressures that go with it. We also believe your kids should have a good time. They should have a very good experience. Now, some of them are going to be upset because they're not playing as much, or they don't get – you know, as many plays as they want, they don't touch the ball as much as they want, whatever. But your kids should have a good time. Your staff should have a good time. They're long years. They're stressful years. People should be enjoying themselves. It should not be – you should not hate coming to work when you're a coach. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I just – you know, I, I would caution people about that as well. I know that. Like, there's jobs that maybe I could have gone for, but me not knowing what my day-to-day -day would look like yeah. is frightening to me. <laughs> and when you have a good quality of life – don't play with that. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We all want to make a little more money. We all want to be, um, maybe we want this title or maybe we all want to do that. But when you have a good quality of life and you have a good day to day and you're allowed to work and you're allowed to do what you love, don't play with that. That's coach Chris Capco, associate head coach for the USC Trojans. Coach, thanks again for taking some time to come on the show. Thank you.